Welcome to the Unpacking Sunday podcast, where we take a deeper look at what God is speaking to you, to our church, and to the world around us. So grab a coffee, sit back, and let's unpack it together. All right. We're back. We're back. Guess who's back? Back again. Pastor oh. Mike is back. Tell oh, yes. I'm actually, well, people are listening to this on yeah. vacation. You are. You're you're in a Soyuz. Actually, that's a lie. Oh, I would be back by now. We yeah. started off with a lie. That's okay. I'll get better. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to be gracious and humble and patient with each other. That's true. And so, so in this moment, I'm going to choose humility and I'm going to choose grace. Thank uh, you. I'm not going to slam down the law on you. It's hard to keep track of like when we record these and, and when, when they we air. put them out. That's true. Like, for example, we are recording this about uh one lord Mm -hmm. and we haven't even heard pastor ridge preach on this yet no we haven't no but one of the cool things about building a relationship with somebody is you actually begin to understand like or you can at least make an educated guess of of kind of where they're going to go or what they're going to uh, chat about right and, and also so, when you're the lead pastor you can just tell them what <laughs> you can they also should just tell them exactly where they're Sunday. gonna go yeah yeah so that's that's a benefit for this so yeah yeah <laughs> so pastor reg is going to talk about one lord so we want to talk about it a little bit on the podcast too can i read the verse that he's going to preach is yeah. it just the end oh, it's just five right he's not doing six as well oh yeah he's not doing six okay, but so can you just, just read all can you just read one to six sure i can do yeah. that yeah As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. So good. So good. So we've been on this series about unity. Mm-hmm. You preached last week. Reg is up this week. We've got another guest surprise speaker, speaker next week. We're not going to say. Yeah, yeah, it's Elsie Quick. Oh, we did say. Yes, we are I going can't to wait. Say. I can't wait. <laughs> that didn't last very yeah. long. Not surprised. So, um, but anyone who hasn't heard the podcast won't know. That's true. That's yeah, not so many people. Yeah, we are. Um, Most people working. are going to know. Yes, that's right. So we're working through this. How do we find unity is by focusing on these key things. And in Mm -hmm. the midst of that, while we're all working on that, that we would be humble and patient with each other. Yeah. So this week, uh, Pastor Reg is talking all about one Lord. What does that even mean? So I think it's obvious when we say one Lord, we're talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the one Lord. Yeah. But what does that mean if we were to like focus on that? What, how does that apply to my life? Right. Well, I mean, it's pretty all-encompassing, hmm. the idea that, that he is our Lord. It means that he has—well, uh, I guess if we look at how Paul typically talks about, because he's who wrote Ephesians, he likes to use the word slave, uh, or hmm. we sometimes translate that today because, you know, slave obviously has some connotations to it. We translate it as servant, mm-hmm. but as willful servant. So we willfully lay down uh, this idea that we have complete freedom and complete reign over our own lives, and instead we accept that Jesus' way for our life is better. You know, that his plans and his purposes uh, are for us to prosper, that they're not for us to, to be harmed. And so we accept his His lordship over us. It's not something that he forces on us, right? We have to willingly choose him. 
Um, it's really what it means to be a Christian. To be a Christian, you're a follower of Christ. Um, you're a follower of your Lord Jesus, who, mm. who then he will decide uh, not just what, what you don't do, what you refrain from, but uh, we were kind of talking about this with Luke before, and he brought up a really good point that he'll also decide what he's going to call you to, mm. like what your path is going to look like, what, um, what these different giftings are that are going to be drawn out of you, maybe for a season, maybe for a lifetime, maybe just once for a specific purpose, but it's right. all going to be coming from, from him. Yeah. So, so it's pretty all-encompassing. Yeah, it's kind of like Lord is this idea of like you would have he would be king or he would mm -hmm. be ruling over an, a kingdom. Yeah. Right? That's what a Lord would do, right? So in my mind, I'm thinking that there's, there is boundaries to this kingdom of where I'm supposed to live and how I'm supposed to function within uh, Jesus' lordship. So I think that it can be challenging for us sometimes because especially in our culture or maybe more in, in certain areas than others. But we love this idea of like the liberty of the gospel, like that we're free and we can do the things that we like or whatever. Mm -hmm. How does lordship play into that? Like if we're saying like, we actually believe that we have one Lord, we have one person who decides what we do and what we don't do, where we go and where we don't go. How does this play into our real life? Yeah, what is, uh, there's this quote, and I think it's from Martin Luther King Jr., and I'm going to absolutely... I have a dream. <laughs> is that yes. the one? That's the one you nailed no. it. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, but he was a pastor, right? Yeah, so, right. Um, there, there's this quote, and I'm going to completely butcher it, but so feel free to look it up and, and correct me, but it goes along the lines of this. Um, like, there is no uh, freer man than a slave in mm. Christianity, and um, there is no more depth of slavery than there is in freedom in Christianity, right? So it's these two ideas that, that our freedom is actually intricately uh, tied to our ability to um, become followers, become slaves, become servants, whatever term you want to use, of our Lord Jesus. And so when you're asking the question of practicality, like how, how do we find freedom in this life where we are, are called to serve, um, we find it kind of in different layers, right? Mm. There's our, our spiritual freedom, which is what we focus on quite a bit and talk a lot about at church, which is freedom from maybe habitual sin, freedom from a, a certain lifestyle that maybe you've wanted to break, but you haven't been able to on your own. Um, there is freedom from uh, these, these uh, emotions of, of anger, frustration, of, of unforgiveness, all these kind of vitriolic emotions that we tend to lean into. Um, there's freedom from being alone, from feeling isolated. Hmm. Uh, he takes away our, our, I can't remember what term we came up with in Beginnings 101, but it was like these like deceitful things that we as humans do, mm -hmm. right? Like sexual immorality, all these different things, lie, cheat, steal. Yeah. He, he sets us free from those and he instead gives us the fruits of the spirit right. to be a people of joy, people of kindness, people of forbearance, of patience, of humility, right? So all of this is what he does kind of on a spiritual level for us, giving us freedom in all these different areas. Um, but it's also very practical, which I think is more where you were going with mm -hmm. the question. Um, it's also very, very practical in our day-to-day -day lives. We don't have to um, be the ones like questioning constantly, okay, what's my next move? What am I, what, what direction am I going to take my family? Hmm. Is this, this job that I'm doing now, is this really uh, what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this really growing the kingdom? Is this really serving uh, his purposes for my life? Um, or even in, in an even smaller thing, like practically, um, 
okay, Jesus is, is this thing that I do, you know, watching Netflix five hours a week, right? Hmm. <laughs> is this like, practically, is this what you want me to be doing? Is right. this helpful for me? It's yeah. not a sin necessarily, but is it, is it helpful? You know, I can do all things, but that doesn't mean that I should do mm-hmm. all things. So we can really bring him into every situation, no matter how big or small, ask for advice, ask for wisdom, direction, counsel, comfort. He, he, he will speak through the Holy Spirit to each and yeah. every one of us in these different areas. And when you've com- like when you've committed to like following Jesus, there is a freedom that comes with it because there's yeah. like there's space for you and there's grace for you in there. Mm-hmm. And and you've just committed like I'm going to just do what God wants me to do. Yeah. That's so freeing from everything else that right. you don't have to decide that the world is going to yeah. throw out at you. Right. right. Well, I, you always say this one really good thing that uh-oh. I think people would like. <laughs> you always say as a servant of, of you don't say it this like, you know, traditionally, but you no, say as a servant of the cooler. Lord, yeah. <laughs> just do whatever he said to you last. That's all you're called to do, do is whatever he thing, last yeah. said to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there, like you say, there's so much freedom in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what to do. It's just whatever he last told me to do. So not everybody knows I was in theater school before I went to Bible college. And you're one a of my yes, now one you're of a my, theologian, a theologian, theolo- yeah, something <laughs> like that. But one of my acting teachers actually would use this. But talking about acting, but oh, okay. I still, I still like live by this. But they would say, with commitment comes the greatest freedom. Mm. And they would talk about like in your practice as an actor, like you just commit to what you're doing, and then in in that you'll find the freedom of your character or whatever you're going to mm. do in your in the work that you're working on. But it applies to our life too. Like when we just commit to the cause of Christ and the way that he wants to live. And when I've just committed to like, okay, this is his lordship and the boundaries that he's put up for me. Yeah. The safeguards. They're so like, I'm now free Mm -hmm. in there, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas before I was like chasing all these things and feeling pulled here and chained down there and Mm. all this kind of stuff. But no, I've just committed that I'm going to do what I just texted somebody last night and I said, you keep forgetting. Like I only want to impress jesus yeah right and we right. we fall short of that all the time of course but it comes with such a freedom mm-hmm. when it's like well he's the lord of my life yeah so i'm gonna do and not do what he says even the titles we give him are, are like we call him the chain breaker mm-hmm. you know like there's no more um i heard a joke did you let's like, hear it uh why can't jesus go into the jewelry store why because <laughs> he breaks every chain he breaks every chain yeah. That feels like either Luke or Jeff. Yeah, it was yeah. probably one of those <laughs> it was probably two. One yeah. of them. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so good. But you so, were going somewhere with that. Well, I mean, yeah, I was going somewhere. It, I mean, because it's kind of it's the same idea of of this tension that we live in, right? It's that he is our 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 Lord and our Master, right? These are the terms that we we give him. This is the respect and the authority we give him in our life. But he calls us a friend. You know, through him, we're actually adopted into the same family. We're, we're called co-heirs with Christ. Right. Right. So we get to partake in this eternal life, this kind of what we talked about last week, this inheritance, um, which is heaven because of what Jesus has done mm-hmm. for us. So, so we hear these terms slave and, 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 and he's our master, right? And we get all these weird connotations because that's how we've improperly done it. Right. But that doesn't mean that's how he views us or treats us right. or loves or cares for us. So um, yeah, go ahead. Well, do you have any more on Lord? I was going to jump to the next point. I just want to talk a little bit maybe about this idea, and we've been studying it even as a staff. Could we talk for a few minutes about this idea of submission? What would that look like? Because it goes hand in hand with lordship. 
And so we've been working through this book as a staff. Yeah. Luke, can we put a link? Maybe it's called Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. It's a great book. Um, but there's a whole chapter on this discipline of submission. And he says that the number one place that we submit in our life is to Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what I- what is submission? Like, Because I think he has a great grasp on it. Yeah. And so can you just like lay it out for us? I do wish I had the book with me. Okay. Yeah. I just threw it. Yeah. (laughs) You read the chapter. I did read the chapter though twice. So I should be able to say what submission is, but, um, he talked about, and submission and service are two disciplines or servitude, I think is the word he uses that are very like intricately wound together. Mm. And so submission is really like your heart posture Mm -hmm. um, to whoever is your Lord in that situation. Right. Right. And so the idea of uh, when we talk about leadership and uh, we see the example of Jesus as, as being a servant, you know, whoever um, takes care of the least of me, his will be the highest in the place of heaven. Right. Jesus is the washer of the feet when the disciples are arguing, saying, I don't want to have to wash your feet because that means I'm lower than you and I want to be higher than you. And Jesus Mm puts himself in the same way as he he lowered himself from heaven to earth to save us. He lowers himself to wash the feet of the disciples. And so right. that act is an act of servitude. But in his heart, it, it's uh, it's because he has this posture of submission, yeah. right? He has this posture of, I'm going to do the will of the Father, right? right? Despite um, whatever... What it's going to cost. What it's going to cost. Yeah. That's what we see in, in yeah. the Garden of yeah. Gethsemane, uh, Gethsemane. And Richard Foster talks about I love the phrase. He said, it's a cross life. A cross life, yeah. Right? He says, like, he that's what that. it means to, like, every day pick up our cross. means to submit to Christ. We yeah. talked about it when we, even we've been going through Romans mm-hmm. and other things. Is like, my call as a Christian is every day pick up my cross, die to myself, and do what God wants me to do. Right. But so that, uh, we, I think everybody who's listening to this can agree that, like, we are called to submit to, to God first, right? Mm-hmm. To Jesus first. But... He then goes into some other spheres of our life, right? He talks about submission to your family as a, as a father and a wife submit to each other. I said a father and a wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as a yeah. husband and a right, wife yeah. would submit to each other in the context of marriage. Um, submitting to your, your neighbors, he talks mm-hmm. about. He talks about submitting to your friends. And then even submitting to people who, who don't uh, necessarily like like you, you know, mm-hmm. even, even having a heart posture to want to, to, to love and to come under, but he draws a little line. And can you maybe uh, identify what that line of submission looks like? Yeah, of course he like? says like, we don't submit to things like if they're destructive. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Or abusive. Yeah. Then we don't do that. Because so the great privilege that we have is like, that's not Jesus, right? Yeah, He's exactly. calling us to a life that is for our good. And mm-hmm. he knows what that is because he created us. Yeah. And he knows us intimately. Mm-hmm. And so we can trust him. It's like probably, maybe not the easiest, but it's the safest place of submission in our life. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So uh, you wanted to go somewhere else before we wrap up. Well, he's also talking about um, one faith and one baptism. Is he going to hit? I mean, you're going to let him know where to focus. And he's landing on Lord. We're going to go there in the future weeks of this. Oh, in the future weeks. So we weren't not even going to worry yeah, about Yeah, we're not that even going to talk about it. He's literally got... Two words. That's so good. Two One words. word. He's yeah. gonna run with it. Yeah, he will. Oh, that's Reg awesome. Will do a great job. Yeah. Well, I got nothing else then. What? Maybe why don't we ask like a little? We got a little bit of time, right, Luke? Yeah, is there we do. is there we maybe do. some examples of where we can share in our own lives that you know God has or Jesus specifically has um, asked us to either lay something down or called us to something different than what we were we were thinking? Okay, take it away, Josh. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'll buy you some <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, um, okay, so when I was, I was younger, I actually worked here at the church um, when I was about, I want to say 17 to 19. I did a internship here that turned into a, a part-time job running the junior youth department here. And um, so I ended up leaving that position, but there was, there was some kind of opportunity to uh, like further that position to, to grow in, in a ministerial role. And, and I instead chose uh, what I wanted to do. And so I, I turned down that offer and I left and went and did my own thing. Um, and then I came back for, <laughs> I came back about two years ago and I was only planning on being here, you know, as you hired me for, mm-hmm. you know, like five or six months, something like that. Um, and then kind of the same opportunity popped up again to, to, to look at what life uh, might actually look like if I went into to ministry, if I, right. um, you know, followed in, in this door that, that was kind of being opened for me. And um, in making that decision of whether I was going to do what I did when I was younger and just leave again and mm-hmm. follow my own desires or like actually look at what God might be trying to do in my own life. Mm-hmm. That was something I really had to pray into and wrestle with because mm-hmm. I had no, I was planning on going to law school to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I had no, um, I had no like fascinations or interests or, or felt specifically called into a life of, of, of pastoral ministry at that time. Mm-hmm. Cause that was something I really had to pray into. And, and for me, what submission looked like to the Lord in that moment was saying, you know what, God, I, I recognize that you're trying to do something in my life. Like this isn't the first time that, you know, you've opened a door for me. So I, I, as your servant, I cannot like comfortably walk away from this. So I'm going to forego law school for six months and then I'll pray into it daily and see if there is a call over my life. I'm not going to assume there is, but, mm-hmm. but I'm going to at least, it looks like you're trying to give me some time here to figure this out. And so I'm going to honor you and I'm going to do that. So that's in my life, what, what, it, what it looked like to submit to something that, that the Lord was trying to do that for a long time I had been trying to push away. Mm. Yeah. And you're so logical, like, okay, I'm going to do these steps, but sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like the things that's that true. Yeah. God is asking us to do, or there's no time to be like, right. Hey God, okay, I'm going to pray about this for a while. That was a very fortunate situation. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think that can be a challenge sometimes too. Yeah. And so we, ha- that's why like understanding lordship and submission is a heart posture yeah. of trust toward God, because sometimes it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't make sense. You just mm-hmm. kind of have to jump in with both feet. Yeah, it is. But, it, but I think it also grows over time. Like any relationship you learn to, to trust and to depend, right? Mm. Like I know this is the only time he calls us to do this, to test him. Every other time he says, just put your faith in me. Mm-hmm. But like with the idea of tithing, he says, mm-hmm. test me in this and see how I will bless you. Right. So, so there is an element of like learning to recognize this, yeah. this Lord over your life and then growing and seeing how, looking back with this new perspective, seeing how he's interceded and made something beautiful where, mm-hmm. where you th- couldn't see anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think it does grow over time. You learn to, to I think that every it. time we like be obedient to God, it becomes easier and yeah. easier. Right. Right. That's a good way to Maybe put it. not that like exact thing, but there becomes a pattern in our life. Like that we're growing in obedience. Right. I remember like we w- were sitting at our staff retreat last year and yeah. I was saying to you like, and this doesn't mean that I'm so good at it all the time, but I've just come to a place in my life where like, you can't convince me that God isn't good mm-hmm. in my life. Right. Cause there's too many times where like he said, do that. Then I did that. And then it was, yeah. it was what he, he came through on what he said. Mm-hmm. Right. And so 
I guess that's an encouragement for the church. If yeah. we're going to say like, there's one Lord that we're actually like, we're giving our life to this person. It comes with this level of, okay, then we do the things that he asks us to do. Right. We don't do the things he, that grieve him. Yeah. We live within the boundaries that he's asked us to live. Mm-hmm. And we do that because we trust that he loves us and mm-hmm. he knows what's best for us. Yeah. I think that's a perfect summation of it. So Josh, your favorite thing to do. Can you pray for everyone before we close the podcast? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus, we thank you first and foremost, and, and we know that in all our days we'll never be able to thank you enough, but we want to adopt this this posture of thanksgiving. So Jesus, we thank you for what you've already done for us. You could do nothing else from this point on in our lives, and, and you would still be such a good, gracious, merciful, loving uh, Lord and friend and and, and co-heir with us. So all of these gifts that you've given us, all of this, this, this hope that you've given us, this future that you've purchased for us with your blood, we, we thank you for that, Jesus. Um, we ask that through your Holy Spirit, you would, you would guide us in areas in our life, that you would convict us, that you would um, teach us this, this level of obedience and this level of trust um, and recognizing your character in all of it, that that it isn't something dangerous to do to trust in God. It isn't something you're responsible to do to live a lifestyle of dependence on you, Jesus. It's actually the safest and the the, the root in our life that will lead to the most um, fruit, that will lead to the most joy and, and the most purpose. And so um, would you help us how to... Um, how to do that, how to lay down these areas of our life that, that, that we personally try to hold on to so tightly instead of giving the reins over to you, Jesus. You're a good Lord. You are a good Savior, and we recognize that, Jesus. So, so would you come and empower us, give us the ability and the humility to be able to do that. In your name we pray. Amen. Unpacking Sunday is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship Church. If you're interested in more information, please check out our website at www.crcfchurch.com.